Welcome to the ICT Stories. Everyone has a story to tell. We invite you to join us on a journey to hear the stories of some of our neighbors, friends, and leaders in Wichita, Kansas area. In this divided world, we are looking to find a little common ground in the middle of America. Enjoy. Hey guys, this is Nathan. I'm one of the guitar guys at Asbury Church, and I'm sitting here with Jacob McGuire, the owner of Main Street Games in Winfield. I thought he might have a really unique story as a business owner, and this business is not really a for-profit business. It's more of a community project. Plus, he actually has a full-time job at the Winfield Jail. Is that correct? The correctional facility, yeah, the prison. Man, that is a lot on your plate. I was interested to know, like, how you do all this. Uh, We just had COVID. I know it was really crazy and put a lot on your mind about the store. Like, are we going to make it through this and things like that? So I just kind of wanted to know, like, what have you been through? What did you experience? What kind of challenges? How did you get through it? And what kind of challenges do you see ahead of you? Things like that. Yeah, I mean, there's no way but forward, right? Through COVID and all the things that have kind of hit in the United States the last year, it's been it's been a trip. And having the motivation to come in every day when you can't expect to see anyone from the pressures to keep people away from small businesses uh, has been really difficult. Um, you know, as you said, it's a it's more of a passion project. I haven't I haven't really paid myself yet, and I've been open for almost five years. Wow. And, and so that's, you know, that's why I work at the correctional facility to keep my house and, and, you know, pay for my, my livelihood. So the store doesn't have to, but, you know, I think a lot of people that work in small businesses forget that you have that period in time where you're not going to make any money. Mm-hmm. COVID hit at the end of our year three in the beginning of our year four. And I had a, a full-time employee that, that was working here as my general manager for the entirety of year three. So as COVID hit and I'm working full-time at the prison, you know, then I had to take this on as well. And, and it has been, it's just been day to day. You, you, you wake up and you find the motivation to do what you never thought you could. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Since I've known you, I've been like, how does this guy function? <laughs> Are you working two eight hour shifts a day? Yeah. Like you're working eight hours at the correctional facility and then you come here I don't know how you balance that. Yeah. Do you do you sleep? I do sleep. Yeah, I try to sleep. So I work third shift at the prison. So my my schedule is kind of wonky. I I uh, I go to work at ten at the prison. I get off shift at about six a.m. and then I try to sleep for a few hours. Uh, usually it's about five five to six hours of sleep, and then I get up and eat really quick and come in and to help increase my efficiency when I'm at home. You know, I eat the same thing every day. I don't. What do you eat? Eggs. I just eat eggs. Just yeah. eggs? Yeah. Like I make, I just, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Different variations of eggs, you know, cause it mm-hmm. takes about 10 minutes to fix it and it's quick and it's easy and it's got the nutrients you need. So a low carb, low sugar, high protein diet to kind of keep me functioning. Um, and I do, I eat before I come in to, to work my store. And then I eat when I get off from my store in between here in the, in the correctional facility. Uh, so it's a, it's a trip. Wow. When COVID hit, like when this first happened, we didn't know what we were getting into. What exactly did you feel 
like as a business owner? There was a lot of things at play that go into how I was feeling uh, when COVID first hit, but we were required to shut down for a month and we got no reimbursement for it. And because I am a sole proprietor LLC and because when the PPP money came through to assist small businesses, all of that money was gobbled up by these huge corporations. And it was really designed for S-Corps and above. So your sole proprietor LLCs kind of got left in the dust with any of that money. Wow. Because I wasn't paying myself and it was all about 2019. And so I only had my employee for like two months, three months within 2019. So for the way that the COVID money was allocated to businesses, I wasn't able to get any in the first or second round. I've got my fingers crossed now for the third round, but it was like, hey, we're going to force you to shut down, which is an opportunity loss for me. If You're lucky you worked at the correctional facility. Yeah, yeah. I'm very lucky that I had an outside mm-hmm. job. And then it took every penny that I had left to reopen after the force shutdown. And so when I reopened a month later, I was starting from ground zero again. I had no money in the bank, but I had the inventory. I had the storefront and I had the reputation. You know, we've been able to kind of get back to it. I wouldn't say that we are thriving because I don't do any online sales. I keep it all in-house for my community. Uh, I like to keep all my product local, but you know, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I know mm-hmm. that I can come in and I can work again tomorrow. And that is a hundred percent due to the community that we have here in Winfield. Mm-hmm. None of what the store is or the longevity of the shop has anything to do with me. It has everything to do with the support that we receive from the people that come in and choose to come in despite COVID and still try to purchase from us when they can. We've still taken a substantial loss this past year and it, it doesn't really look like the trend is changing a lot for 2021 at this point in time. But, you know, it's enough to keep the lights on. It's enough to keep everything kind of rolling and going. And you talk about the lights at the end of the tunnel. And with this latest round of PPP money that came through, they gave a chance for sole proprietor LLCs to get in first. And so we're hoping with a little bit of that money that we'll have coming in, fingers crossed, and what we've sort of been able to build up and save over this past year by being as frugal as possible, you know, that we'll be out from underneath the bank and we'll start really hitting our stride again here in the next four to five months. Okay. So do you have to keep like a short-term mentality right now because the finish line keeps moving? Yes. Um, a lot of what I've been investing in here in the last year with COVID is things that, and I hate to say it this way, but there's a lot of things that we do here in the store that are a community benefit that don't require the storefront. And they're things that I could do at my house if I had to. And while that's not ideal, you know, I like having the tables. I like having people getting together and, and that kind of thing. So you're talking more of like getting people together to play board games? Yeah, something? yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that. And like your store is a community project. What does that mean? So when I came to Winfield, I wasn't seeing a ton of people downtown. And I was a student at Southwestern College, and there was no reason for me as a student at Southwestern to go downtown. So my whole idea was how do I bring people to Main Street? How do I get people to walk around downtown a little bit? And, you know, for our age range, we're so used to Amazon and just Mm -hmm. if I buy it online, it's here in two days. But if you create a community space where it's not the product that you're purchasing that makes a difference, but the people you come in contact with, to me, that was the worthwhile endeavor. And I'll tell you this firsthand, it's not about the product that I have on the shelves that makes the difference. It's 
that hopefully when you come in, there's a community here that invites you in that will play games with you. Any type of games. You know, I've got guys that come in and play Super Smash Brothers. I've got guys that come in and play any number of various board games and group games. We do slot car racing. We do tabletop miniature games like Warhammer 40K and so on and so forth. And so the idea is that when somebody that plays video games maybe at their house alone comes in and they see a group of people having fun together, they get pulled into that. Mm -hmm. So they're less isolated at home and more into a community and a group. And COVID completely shut it all down. You know, we went months and months without really any activity. The end of March and so far through April... It's been incredible to see the difference um, as people start getting back into community. Um, we've got a, a great Dungeons & Dragons group that is thriving right now, and they're just having an absolute blast. And we almost add a new person to that group every week because wow, people are starting to get back into community. You know, that was the point. That was the purpose, was mm-hmm. to bring people together to, to build that collaboration in that community between between people because it's the most important thing <laughs> yeah so you did this for other people for the city for relationships ever since i've known you you're like breaking your back <laughs> to try to do this for other people it's so interesting yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah so we're sitting in his store right now and uh, you've got video games you've got card games you've got slot car racing board games a bunch of tables set up for people yeah it's a it's a really cool place i mean this is like heaven to me because (laughs) i love retro video games and i can't hardly find super nintendo and you know sega genesis stuff anywhere anymore but you've got a whole bunch of it yeah and that's one of the benefits that you know that i do for my store is not selling online is if i've got a really great collection that comes in it stays here you know, until that right collector comes along and picks it up. So it's it's sort of one of those salutes that I give to the people that come and frequent the shop is, okay, you're going to find cool stuff because I'm not selling it as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of holding on to some of these gems. You know, I've had people that have come in looking for that one specific game for the last 10 years, and I've got it, Whoa. you know, and that really just, it has the opportunity to be almost transformative for some people. I had a guy that pre-ordered, not pre-ordered, but uh I have a way to reserve a game if it ever comes into my store. He reserved it in 2016, which is when I opened. And I think I got it to him in 2019. <laughs> he like took three years three, to get it. <laughs> three years later, the game finally came in. I gave him a call, and he was just mm-hmm. beside himself. It's just really rare. It's just extremely rare, yeah. yeah. Was it E.T. for regular Nintendo? No, <laughs> no, no, no. You know about that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was yep. awesome. Yeah, we don't have any landfill games in here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to load up before I go home. The first time I came out here, this is my second time here, I drove an hour to come here and walked in the door. I'm like, this is totally worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's fun. I've got several people that will drive, you know, an hour just to come here. Mm -hmm. I'll make a day of it. We've got some pretty cool restaurants down here in Winfield. But I mean, I'm hearing more and more often that people are driving from an hour in every direction to come and check out our mm-hmm. store and see what we've got. And some people are extremely impressed and very excited about what we've got going on. And some people are a little less excited, which, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 the store is almost what you make it. They're looking for GameStop? They're looking for something different. Yeah, they're yeah. looking for GameStop. And our latest branch, and this has really been through COVID, is 3D printing. And so... You know, I'm not just passionate about getting people together, but I'm also passionate about trying to get people to take advantage of their creative spirit. And so a lot of our board games and our, and our slot cars and 
and so on and so forth, you can make custom things with our 3D printers and, and take part in the creative process, uh, building games and so on and so forth. You know, eventually we would like to set up sort of like what Wichita has with the, what is it, Make, make ICT, I think, or I, I, whatever it is, but like a creator's space or a maker's space where they have access to tools to make their own stuff. You know, just Okay. We'll see. But that's, cool. <laughs> that's, so that's your long-term dream. It's a long-term, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, so uh, I'll ask you one more question, and I'll wrap up since your store is about to open. But what kind of challenges do you have ahead of you right now like post-COVID, what's your next big challenge here for the store? Yeah. And maybe for you personally. Yeah, survival. <laughs> survival. Yeah. It is the ever-shuffling game of time management. Making sure that the shop is getting the time that it needs while I balance, you know, working another full-time job. I've got two kids, so trying to see them and so on and so forth. And, you know, I'm sure just in the, the last time you were here to this time, you've noticed the shop's not quite as clean as it was even then. And it wasn't nearly as clean as I like to have it. And it's purely just because of time. So, you know, with, with our fingers crossed and our hands held in prayer, we hope that hopefully by our five-year mark, we can be paid off and debt-free uh, in the store and be able to hire somebody full-time to come in and sort of take the vision that I built and make it their mm -hmm. own so that then, you know, either I can start working on the next project or this, the store just gets so much better for the community because somebody can really dedicate as much time as it, as it deserves yeah. to it. But, you know, that to me, to me, that's the next challenge is getting to a place where, you know, I don't have to be here. And ultimately, isn't that the goal? Uh, I, I'm a sort of a startup guy. I like to start new things and, and try out new stuff. And being able to hand this store off to someone and saying, okay, here it is, now run with it, make it your own, collaborate this community. For me, there would be no greater joy because it allows someone in the community to own it. Yeah. You know, at, at least have their, their personal involvement and their personal care into it. So I'm not providing for myself through this job, but I'm providing someone else's livelihood that then is providing the same thing that mm -hmm. I was providing, this, this unbiased unjudge you know non-judgmental community that just likes to have fun yeah yeah and you haven't really been able to necessarily live your own life <laughs> while you've been trying to get this going like is there anything that you do to give you the energy to come back in you know the next day or the next week something that helps you unwind you know there isn't really for me personally trying to find things that i personally want to go and to do and have fun with like that it just doesn't even cross my mind right now because there's just no time. Mm -hmm. um, so I try to pull the really positive moments that I can through my store. And usually this, whenever somebody walks into my store, that gives me a little boost. It gives me a little excitement. It helps me, you know, remember why I do it. But just picking out those moments throughout each day that remind me why I come back every day, why it's worth getting up and putting forth the effort, even though like right now there's no... I don't know how to say it, but knowing that it has the potential to make a difference in some people's lives is enough. You know, one day, hopefully, <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to take some of what I've learned here and share the joys that people have in this store, you know, with my family and so on and so forth. I'm, I'm building quite a collection of eclectic board games at my, at my house, and I have this huge table at my house, and I can't wait to have people to my house so that I can host 
and host people and, and bring them together in my, in my home outside of the store. But it's really this, you know, it's the same community. It's the same collaboration. So I get to do what I really love to do each day here at the store by assisting people. And one day, you know, hopefully in other manners, I can do similar things that might give me just a little bit more freedom. But, you know, as of now, no, it's <laughs> don't look for enjoyment. Just look for <laughs> each day. <laughs> You're younger than me. You got a lot of gray hair, man. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. Take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was shooting by 30 and I didn't make it. <laughs> no, I, I think what you're doing is really cool. Yeah. I, I really like, you know, the whole, I'm doing this kind of for the city yeah. type of thing. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see. Hopefully, once, once we're all free and clear, we can move on and, and potentially start other stores like this in other communities that are in need. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of rural areas around the Wichita that that need the community. Yeah. Uh, they might not need a game store, but they need the community. People literally leave those cities because they can't find it there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I've had, it's, it's kind of fun because before COVID, I would have people coming in looking to move here for a job mm -hmm. and they would come in and check out the game store. Like, all right, if this is a cool game store, we're moving. And if it's not, we're not. That and so like, awesome. you know, my store has been the linchpin of of people deciding to move to Winfield or not. And there's no greater compliment, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's all because of the community, you know? There's just a mentality of, of welcome and care for one another that, that we get in here. So it's it's great. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for sitting down with me and letting me pick your brain and stuff. Yeah, so, Nathan, thanks for coming it. down. Yeah. Yeah, if any uh, listeners want to check out Main Street Games in Winfield, it's a really cool place. Jacob, you should totally uh, set your drum set up in one of these back rooms here. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had time to come out and play more, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, man. Well, thank you. Appreciate your time. Yep. Thank you, David. Thank you for listening to ICT Stories. Please check out more of our stories from the Wichita, Kansas area. ICT Stories is sponsored by Asbury Church. Have a great day.